This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to this edition of the Best Moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 Minutes or Less. Today's show comes from June the 11th in 2013. It is a doubleheader with the big man of barbecue. Everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. Mo Kaysan himself is in. So let's get right to it. Here is Greg and Mo's conversation from June the 11th, 2013. But before we see if Michael Simon shows up in 25 minutes or not, we are heading over to the hotline where we find the most popular pitmasters out on tour right now, doing very well, having a great season. It's none other than Big Mo Pesa, Ponderosa Barbecue. Big Mo, what's up, buddy? What's up, man? What's up, Rippy? Man, no, I am living the barbecue dream, brother. How about you? I'm just doing the same, my man, doing the same. All right, so, uh, Mo, a bunch of stuff to talk about here this evening. And, you know, I, I was having a conversation with Scotty Johnson uh, last segment. Wanted to get your take on it. I mean, you're traveling around quite often. You've been to a number of competitions. You talk to a lot of pitmasters and teams that are out there on the circuit. You know, some that are doing it a lot, some that are, might just be doing it once or twice a year. You know, speak for yourself. If, if you were called up as winning a category or, or getting a call higher than what you should and then, the uh, rep comes back and says, Mo, we've made a mistake. Uh, you know, we'd like to have the ribbon and the money back. You got a problem with that, or are you all good with that? Man, I would give that back in a minute. If, you know, if I didn't earn it, I don't deserve it. Simple as that. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if I got called first place in the category and they made a mistake and the reps come up or the organizer comes up and says, hey, man, we made a mistake and uh, you didn't get first place, I would give that right back. Big Mo Kaysan joining us here on the show, pitmaster of Ponderosa Barbecue. Of course, you can visit his website, PonderosaBBQ.com, while we're talking, if you want to check him out a little bit. Uh, Mo, last time we had you on, you were unveiling the uh, Big Mo Kaysan brand of sauces. You know, a few months have passed. How have you found the, the success of the sauces? Is it better than expected? Is it right on par? Perhaps is it even a little bit below what you expected? How is that part of business sticking out for you? Honestly, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm really happy with it. Um, my sauces are in the. Uh, we got a chain here called Dolls Grocery Chain. It's a really nice. Uh, it's about 14 stores. Um, it's not as big as Hy-Vee, um, but they're kind of more kind of more of an upscale type grocery store. Um, my sauces are there. Um, it's online. People are buying it throughout the country. Um, oh well-established restaurant called uh, Brick Diner, um, which is a Des Moines Icon restaurant. They switched their sauces they use in their restaurant with mine, which is amazing. That happened uh, about three months ago, and they're just loving every bit of it. The owner contacts me and tells me sales have went up and on their sandwiches that use, uh, they use like, I think three or four sandwiches and like wings and some things, and some other things they use. And everything has been uh, up and up sales are up they're happy they're thrilled and this is from a product they use for 25 years they switched and um it just makes me happy to to know that people are enjoying it i i designed the sauce to be more of a kind of backyard sauce um 
Um, I kind of toned things down a little bit to where uh, you could use it on chicken nuggets. You can use it on hamburger. You can use it on steak. You can use it on pork. You can use it on chicken, whatever. You know what I mean? So that's the, the I designed it for people to go use it in different things. Because, you know, there's sauces out there barbecue sauce you just can't use on everything it's either going to be on ribs or brisket or whatever and and i made this sauce to where it's for the backyard guy because the backyard guy the majority of them the, the, the moms the dads they're not cooking briskets every weekend they're not cooking ribs and and pork shoulders and stuff they're cooking chicken they're cooking fish they're cooking you know simple things that are that are quick and easy and uh my sauce is designed for that you know, when you were making up the recipes, is this just something that is a, a Mo Quezon original? Is it a you know family recipe that's handed down that you've tweaked over time? What kind of a process was that for you? Uh, well, my my sauce I took to the Jack. Well, I was at the Jack Daniels last year, and uh, I got second place with sauce. And I decided, I said, well, I'm going to go ahead and and I was already, already had plans on the next week actually going down to Kansas City and getting the process started, get my sauce bottled. And, um, but what I did is I took a lot of the punch out, just like, uh, your first guest, Tim Bud, or I think, no, Scotty, what Scotty was talking, you know, competition sauces today are far different than they were seven years ago. And, and just the whole aspect, uh, everything has a lot more punch. Um, I mean, for the injections, for rubs, to sauces, I mean, it's just, it's incredible how potent the competition barbecue is because, you know, obviously judges get one or two bites and they move on and you want to try to wow them in that one or two bites. And so Scotty's dead on on that, man. It's amazing. And uh, so I took some punch out of the sauce and because uh, uh, I just, me personally, I wouldn't want to eat sauce like that every day. You know, I just wouldn't want to eat that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So I made it more milder so that people can, uh, at home can enjoy it and eat it on you know, a bunch of different things. So, you know, I, uh, that's how it started. You know, I, I already had it in plans to go down to Kansas city and get this all started. And then, you know, I happened to get lucky and get second place, which, you know, as you go on a barbecue contest, they can go either way. You know, I just happened to, that's just kind of an advertising or marketing thing, you know, and, and, uh, I'm thankful that, you know, I got that, but I was going to do that anyway. So, um, that's what happened, man. You know, Tim Grant was on uh, first interview segment, so 914 uh, last hour, and we were talking about a number of different things, some flavor profile stuff, and he made a pretty unique statement, and I just ran out of time, and we didn't really have time to follow up, which, of course, I would next time I have him on, but I want to get your take on it. He, he had made specific mention to a lot of teams that he knows getting away from injecting at all, uh, something that you could corroborate, something that surprises you, a little bit of both. What do you think? I don't have this. I mean, him and Tim and I are friends. I know him really well. Uh, I just um, everybody I know injects, especially in the pork and the brisket. Now, there's some people out there that don't. That's fine. Um, but uh, I inject. You know, I was kind of a person who didn't for a while, but then you know, it works. It just does. Um, I inject. I use a product out of Texas called Ritter's injection for my brisket, man. I and I use a few other things in it with it, but. Uh, Man, it, it really takes that Snake River Farms that I cook, uh, Wagyu briskets, man. It just takes them on another level, man. And uh, I, I enjoy it. I, I, I think it's uh, it just puts that final snap to what you need, you know. I mean, you can – and but like he was saying, you can go over. My injections are really weak, you know. Um, for example, I'll use uh, 
a quarter cup or half a cup of injection to like, you know, 20, 30 ounces of liquid. It may not seem very much, but it just adds just a thin layer of extra goodness on the finishing end. What was the name of that injection? Ritter's out of Texas. Can you spell that? R-I-T-T-E-R-S. Ritter's. Okay. There you go. I was having a hard time understanding that uh, through the phone line. Magic of phones, of course. Um, all right. So the majority of people are still injecting, at least that you know. Um, would it surprise you if all of a sudden people started uh, not injecting in an effort to stand out? To the judges, you know, the thing that we've talked about on this show for probably a good year and a half now is how similar a lot of things look, how similar flavor profiles are from one box to the next, and what is a team able to do to stand out, but not get all wacky as far as flavor profiles are concerned, uh, where the judges might jerk back and go, oh my God, this stuff is like crazy out of the box. You know, maybe not injecting might lead them down, not such an overt departure, could that possibly uh, take effect, a, a move to not injecting? The thing is, the more uh, when you go to a barbecue contest, Rip, uh, most of your judges that are coming in, you don't get, you know, a ton of judges that have been doing it for a long time. You know, like, for example, I was over at a contest this weekend in uh, Tecumseh, Oklahoma. I've seen a lot of these judges. These are Oklahoma judges. I've seen them at Shawnee. I've seen them at Miami. I've seen them at uh, Enid. You know, but you always have new judges coming in all the time judging a contest, all the time. And those judges, if you can wow them new judges, you know, with uh, an intense flavor. To put in your request for a future show, please contact John Solberg via email at john, J-O-N, at the bbqcentralshow.com. Hey, before we continue on with Big Mo Quezon of Ponderosa Barbecue, got to ask you, are you following the Big Barbecue Central Show on social media? It is at BBQ Central Show on Instagram and Twitter and slash BBQ Central Show over at Facebook. Please give the big show a follow. Much appreciated and easy to do. All right, let's get back into it. Here is the rest of Mo and Greg from June the 11th, 2013. And those judges, if you can wow them new judges, you know, with uh, an intense flavor, it works to your favor. It just does. Now, your old season judges that have been doing it forever, they've already seen every pony. You know what I mean? They've already seen every trick in the book. So, I mean, you just got to cook out good barbecue, you know. And that's why, you know, I think uh, injections are good. I mean, I, I, was, uh, I didn't do it for a while, a long time, but... You know, it works. You know, I mean, my pork injection, like I said, you know, I told you on the show, you know, when I was on your show back in the day, you know, uh, my my injection is, is something I just get from the grocery store. I mix it up, and um, it's um, it just puts another layer of flavor. I, I did it again this whole weekend. You know, granted, I only got a ninth place in pork, and, and that's how it goes, you know, um, but it's good. It's, it's better than just not injecting at all. It just has a great flavor. It complements the pork. It just adds uh, richness, more richness than what you get. Because most, you know, you know, um, like, for example, with pork, you know, um, unless you're cooking Berkshire, which I was cooking Berkshire for a long time, but I've kind of switched. Now I'm going to seaboard a little bit, but and uh, Duroc. But, 
you know, a lot of this pork that you get today, you know, doesn't have a lot of in, 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 uh, good flavor inside. You know, all the flavoring, the marbling's been bred out of these hogs. And uh, so you got to add a little something into it to uh, make that pork pop. We're talking with Mo Case on Ponderosa Barbecue Pitmaster. PonderosaBBQ.com is his website if you want to check him out. Um, you know, how, how have you seen flavor profiles evolve from when you got into the game to, to what is winning now? Is it pretty much similar across the board, or have you seen some pretty dramatic changes over that time? When I, when I got in, you know, uh, even though I, you know, make my own stuff, you know, uh, their Smoky Guns was like, it is still going. I mean, Doc Simron, Smoky Guns, Blues Hog, Head Country, you know, back in the day, guys were taking 50% Head Country, 50% Blues Hog, and that was like the norm people were doing. And then now, you know, people are getting more creative. You know, I make a raspberry chipotle glaze that um, I just start, you know, that's part of my new sauces that I put out. But I've been making that since 06. And, um, you know, when I first, I was real, I'm really proud of it. And when I first started competing in 06, you know, in Iowa, I, I was putting it on everything, you know, because I was just so happy about it. And it, it, it would do okay. But, you know, so I was a new competition guy and, and, uh, you know, a lot of these these these, these judges and stuff are, are set on, especially where I'm from, around in Iowa, they're set on certain flavors, and they shouldn't be that way. You know what I mean? You should judge that product on its individual merit. You know, if some guy's going to glaze his ribs with raspberry chipotle glaze or whatever, is it the best raspberry chipotle glaze ribs you ever had? You know what I mean? And instead, they, they look at it like, well, that's not booze hog, or that's not, you know, this and this. It doesn't taste like that, so I don't like it. You know, so... That's another thing, you know, these judges need to be, you know, more aware of, you know, there's different flavors out there, man. If somebody comes in with an orange orange glaze on a rib, is it good? You know, is it really good? If it is, score it poorly, man. Um, just because it ain't Blue's Hog, I'm not, has nothing to get Blue's Hog. Blue's Hog is, you know, a great product and everything. But, you know, these guys get set on these certain profiles. You know, they learn them in schools and nothing wrong with schools, but they, they learn these things. They think that's the norm, and that is not the norm. Barbecue is everything, man. Anybody who wants to, if they want to make a, you know, a sauce out of whatever, you know, and if it's good, it's good, you know. And um, but I mean, I don't mean to go on a tangent on that, but that's 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 the thing, man. You know, um, I've been hesitant to use my raspberry, uh, but I'm going to use it this weekend. I got a double hitter, and I'm going to bust it out uh, in one or two of my categories, and I'm going to I'll do a blend on it, but I'm going to I'm going to bust it out this weekend. Mo Kaysan, uh bringing it strong right here on the Barbecue Central show. Um, Mo, as far as we're going to depart off the competition scene just for a second in a certain way, uh, move over to the TV side of things. We've had a couple episodes of the fifth season of uh, Barbecue Pitmasters air. Um, more recently than that, though, uh, the show Smoked uh, appeared on Destination America as well. So it seems, at least for this year... Barbecue is, is being owned by Destination America with a couple different shows and the reshowing of old Barbecue Pitmaster shows as well. You know, if people didn't see Smoked, uh, you were a part of that. If you could kind of give us a little breakdown of, you know, what the thought was behind that show and how that might differ from what we have seen over the last couple of years. Sure. Um, I was contacted, uh, I don't know, probably February or January, and... Uh, about this project and uh you know i like i said sure you know and it was citizen pictures was the production company great people now 
um, they were pros all the way, man. I mean, they, they contacted me, they kept me informed. They, and I was kind of asking, you know, is this has anything with the pitmasters? And they're like, nope, it's a completely different deal. And uh, I thought that would be odd, you know, because, you know, Destination America uh, has their farm bid on, you know, barbecue pitmasters. That's their, like, their 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 home the home thing. Right. So, uh, the, you know, it was, it was great. They called me and, um, we did that. Uh, we shot it in March and, um, I was thrilled. I was humbled, man, for them to call me. And from what, for, for, from what they were telling me during the, uh, conference calls, you know, I was, I was humbled, man, you know, what they thought about me and what, you know, what was passed down to them from discovery and, you know, and, uh, it, it made me, you know, I'm like, I was, I was just humbled, man. I was, I was humbled. So as the whole thing transpired, you watched the finished product, obviously. Was it pretty true to form from, you know, how it went down in a raw state to what they packed up to show everybody? Yeah, they, they, they were so cool, man. I'm telling you, man. Citizen Pictures, keep an eye on them guys. Them guys are going to be busting out some, some big stuff in the future, man. I truly believe it. I got nothing against original media, pitmasters. Those guys are great. They gave me uh, the opportunity to be on TV and to have the uh, the fans and the friends that I've developed since then. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for John Marcus. Uh, you know, he's cool cat, man. Uh, I have a lot of respect for the man. Um, but this is just another production company that's going toe-to-toe. And I'm telling you, man, they were so cool, man. They just let everything. I mean, they let us do a lot of things. They kept control of the way the show was going. They let us do a lot of things, man. Hell, we knocked out two bottles of Maker's Mark, man, shooting that show, man. It was just a fun, man. It was fun. I'm done with that. Fun. Where's my invite? I love Maker's Mark. Um, yeah, man. It was fun. I mean, I mean, I mean, everybody was uh, a pro, and they just treated us, you know, great. You did something on the show that I want to ask you about. You put the brisket on. Yeah. You like pre cook mm-hmm. it. You pre cook the brisket. You take it back off and then you inject it. Myron Mixon looked like he was going to shit his pants, like he's never seen anything like that before. Uh, is that yeah, is that normal practice for you? Yeah, it is. It is. That's something that I do. Okay, and and that's the thing about being homegrown and self taught and learning uh, cooking. You know, my own way. You know, what I mean, um, I never un- un- I never really understood why people will take a cold piece of meat and inject a solution in it when knowing that the muscle fibers and everything is cold, it's tight. Um, you're forcing liquid in there and a lot of it squirts out. A lot of it doesn't get in, you know, to the cavities. Yep. Some does, but not a lot. Then, so I, I've been playing around for years cooking. You know, what I do is I take one chimney, one charcoal chimney, say on my big green egg, and I'll put a chimney of charcoal uh, lit for one hour before my searing, you know, and so I put it in and I put it like a some couple small chunks of pecan or whatever wood I'm going to use, mesquite or whatever. And then I take, I, the key on this thing is making sure the brisket is at cold refrigerator temperature, like 35, 36 degrees. I've got a commercial true, um, refrigerator on my, uh, trailer. So everything in there is like 35 degrees, 36 degrees. So after I season my, my brisket, it sits there in my fridge. Okay, I have my egg going. It's 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 been going for about an hour yep. with one chimney of charcoal. And then what I do is I transfer that brisket onto that. It's just enough heat, Rippy, to where it adds uh, that great grill flavor 
to the brisket, but it's not pounding the brisket. It's not it's not stressing it. It's just putting a love kiss of meat, a flame on that on that meat. And uh, I do it for about uh, about, about it's, it's about it's about an hour. I go 15 minutes meat side down, and then I'll flip the brisket, and then I'll actually put a probe in it. And then once it hits like 95 degrees to 100 degrees internal temperature, I'll take it off and I go right into my my area, and then I inject my brisket. And you will not believe how much it'll, it'll accept all of that injection. It, it, it'll, it, it'll inject, it'll take it'll swell up, it'll just take it all. And then I transfer that to my gravity-fed cooker. And it's just, uh, at the end of the process, man, it's just super juicy, man. And um, it's, just, it's just awesome. I like it. Plus, at the end, the big key on it is at the end, with my brisket, you get a hint of grill flavor, which I love with my beef. It's just a slight hint. It doesn't go away. It's there all the way to the end of the whole cook. Well, I think uh, everybody's going to be trying this out for sure because I don't know, you know, how many people saw it and how many people actually caught it. I know when I saw it, I was like, oh my god, uh, I'm either going to call him on the phone immediately or the next time I have him on the show, I'm going to make a note to ask him about it. Uh, so I appreciate but, but the you. Key is, yeah. The key is you got to have it in the refrigerator and put it from the fridge straight to your can or your egg or your whatever you're going to cook it. And it can't be a real hot, raging fire. It's got to be a small, like a chimney of of, of charcoal that's only been going on for about an hour or so. And it's just enough heat. And the big thing is the distance. If you do it in a trash can, you really got no problem. You know, you got an egg. It all depends what what size egg you got. But I can put it on my XL egg and spread the charcoal out, and it works out just great. But uh, the key is going from the fridge because it's cold, and it gives you more time for, and also develops a great smoke ring, believe it or not, in that amount of time. Um, it's uh, the, the time frame from going from the fridge to the meat and then warming that up. And that's today's show from June the 11th, 2013. Mo Greg Grempe. Hey, if you'd like to hear the rest of the show, head over to thebbqcentralshow.com. There is a button at the top of the page to take you to the Best Moments Archive. The show will be right there. There will be a link in the show notes to take you right to this complete episode. While you're there, while you're there, while you're there, please, please, please subscribe to the Barbecue Central Show via podcast. Make sure that you never miss an episode of this show or the boot. Eh, or the really big barbecue show again. Oh, thanks so much for checking it out. Until next time, I am your host, John Solberg, and I do look forward to talking to you again soon.